This is Beyond the Farm Gate, a show where we shine a light on great Australian stories in agriculture. On the show, you'll hear from farmers who survive challenges like fire, flood and drought, people who run innovative and unique agribusinesses, and those who are balancing work and family in rural Australia. You'll be inspired hearing their stories and pick up some insights along the way. I'm Beck Wren. I'm Greg Cookle. And I'm Zali Thomas. Today, we're joined by Bianca Tarrant. Bianca is a cattle farmer and the CEO of Our Cow. Our Cow is an online one-stop shop for grass-fed, organic and free-range meat straight from Aussie farmers. What started as a way to get by after natural disasters ravaged their farm, Our Cow has grown into a $15 million e-commerce business. In today's episode, Bianca will share how she and her partner Dave turned hardship into a successful online enterprise how Our Cow is creating a stable market for over 150 Australian farmers and how she hopes to change the industry one stake at a time. Let's dig in. Bianca, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So you've been a cattle farmer for a number of years. What got you interested in farming? Well, we bought our farm in 2017, but prior to that, I have never had anything to do with the farm before, never even seen a cow in my life. So it was a bit of a difference in lifestyle compared to what I was used to. So when did you and Dave decide to buy land and start your own farm? Yeah, we bought our farm in 2017 after, like Dave's come off a farming background, he come off off the farm, his family farm got sold down and sort of there was not much left of that. And then we bought our farm in 2017 after quite a few years of savings and trying to save up enough money to get onto the farm. As you're aware, like it's quite difficult for a young person to get onto a farm to start with. Like you need a ridiculous deposit. So we had saved in excess of 40% deposit before any of the banks would even look at us or look at our credentials to be able to borrow money. So it was quite a few years of saving eating Vegemite sandwiches to be able to get onto the farm to start with. Yeah, so did that sort of come back from Dave wanting to get back onto the land? Yeah, like Dave always wanted to get back onto the farm and we travelled a lot and I always had this inkling that I would end up on a farm somewhere in my life. And yeah, that's sort of why we, we wanted to buy the farm. So a lot of farmers have been doing it tough in recent years. What has your experience been? Yeah, it has been tough over the last couple of years. Like when we first bought our farm, we went into a really terrible drought and we had a series of bushfires not long after we bought the farm. So it was really devastating for those first couple of years. And then, you know, recently we've had a really good season. The last sort of like three years have been quite good. And then recently, you know, the last sort of 12 months have been quite tough for everybody all across Australia, basically. So it has been extremely dry. The cattle prices have fallen through the floor. So I'm sure every farmer has experienced the challenges of the last 12 months. Yeah. How did you get through that, through specifically the bushfires and the drought? Yeah, well, we were really lucky. Like we had such a good community around us, like where our farm is. The community support that we received was unbelievable. Dave spent months and months on a bulldozer and a grader and tractors trying to cut fire breaks in and save people's houses. And we were both lucky that we have machine experience. So we were able to help in that way. Uh, We had the RFS there. Like it was just horrendous. We had fires around us for like four months. 
So it was every day, it was get up at daylight, fight fires, go to bed at midnight, one o'clock in the morning. And you just did that relentlessly for four months. So it was really hard. That is really hard. It's community really pulls through in times of fires. I think we in Stanthorpe, we had fires around that time, obviously nowhere near as bad as that, but we had fires as well. And the community just showing through it. Sometimes it takes a natural disaster to make you realize how lucky you are to have the community around you. So I'm glad that you guys experienced it that way. And how has the land regenerated after the fires? How's that been going? Yeah, I think everybody took the fires quite seriously and the drought, and they did a lot to drought proof themselves and to fire proof themselves for the years to come. So a lot of farmers around us were building dams, investing in infrastructure, buying equipment, machinery that they could use for themselves in the next drought and the next bushfire. The bush has a way of regenerating itself naturally. It's it's unbelievable how quickly it does come back and it almost feels like it does the bush good when it gets burnt. But to the extreme that we went through, it wasn't really good for anybody. But yeah, the country always recovers after those circumstances. So you're a farmer, but you also run a pretty impressive e-commerce enterprise. So what is Our Cow? So Our Cow is an online paddock to plate meat company. We home deliver organic grass-fed and free-range meat, seafood and grocery products that we source from farmers all across the country. Uh, we're like a subscription model where you sign up, you get a box of meat delivered every month or every two weeks or every week if you want to. And the, all the produce that we sell is sourced directly from the farmers that we work with. So what was the inspiration for starting Our Cow? After the drought and the bushfires, like I said, like we mortgaged our farm. We were in a lot of debt for livestock. We really needed to be able to secure ourselves a price for the livestock that we were producing because we'd bought at the top of the market and we were selling at the bottom of the market. You know, we were making a significant loss on the livestock that we bought and we just couldn't afford to keep going like that or we probably would have lost the farm. Like it was quite serious. And I sort of said to Dave, well, like the meat prices don't fluctuate anywhere near as much as the cattle prices do. Why don't we try and sell a bit of our own beef off our own farm? And we started a Facebook page. We advertised some beef for sale. We had one little steer that we wanted to sell on our farm. We're not butchers. Like we have no idea how we're going to cut it up, how we're going to deliver it, how we're going to package it, who was going to buy it, none of that. So we just started a Facebook page. We put up a post saying that we had some beef off our own farm for sale. And the support that we received and the demand was just far exceeded our expectations. Like on that first delivery, we had one steer, but we sold enough meat for six. So straight away, we were like scrambling to try and find more meat that we could fulfill our orders with. So that's sort of how it started. And that was 2019. So how does it work? It's obviously grown exponentially. You've told us about the buyers, but how does it work for producers? We'll bring on farmers. Like we've got a livestock manager. That used to be Dave's job, but it got a bit busy for him. So we have a livestock manager. We'll go and meet the farmer. We'll vet them, sort of like audit their farm. They've got to meet certain specifications and a criteria for them to be able to supply to us. And then we sort of onboard them and then we start, like everything gets direct consigned to our cow. The livestock go to the abattoir and then all of the carcasses come to our factory. We've got a meat processing factory and casino and a team of people that we we basically break up all the carcasses. We do all the portion cutting, all the slicing, all the packaging, and we distribute. We fulfill all of our orders out of here as well. So we've got quite a significant team here in Casino now. And so from a farmer's perspective, it's really like 
the farmers express interest and then when we have an opening or when we have enough space available then we'll go out we'll meet them and then we'll onboard them. So what has surprised you the most during this process? I think just the scale that the business has grown like we've grown exponentially over four years like we've the staff that we have, the team that we have, the number of, I guess, kilos that we're producing, the customers that we've onboarded, like it's really grown quite quickly. And the support that we've received from every person that buys meat from us is unbelievable. You know, people want to know where their food comes from. They want to know the farmer behind it. They want to know the story of how it turned up on their dinner plate. And they really want to feel connected to where their food's coming from. And I think COVID had a lot to do with that as well. Like during COVID, people were becoming really conscious of where they were getting their food from. They wanted to keep their money local, support Australian businesses. So during that COVID time, we did see a lot of demand for Australian grown produce. People wanting to know their farmers and things like that. So I guess it's just been the support of the consumer and also the support of the farmers and just the scale that the business has grown. Where do you hope that our cow is headed in the future? Yeah, we really want to keep growing our cow and keep growing our customer base because obviously the more customers that we have, it means the more farmers that we can bring into the program. And our our vision for our cow was always to support farmers and to help them get a stable and consistent price for the livestock that they were producing. You know, we really want to take the boom and bust out of the market fluctuations and just provide a consistent, stable, long-term platform for our farmers to feel that they can be getting a good price, be getting looked after and know that there's a family in Brisbane or Melbourne or Sydney actually sitting down and enjoying the piece of meat that they've produced on their farm and make that connection. It's not very often as a farmer you know where your produce actually ends up, like you sell it to the yards or you sell it to a feedlot or whatever, and that's sort of the end of the story. But with us, our farmers know that there's a family sitting down and actually enjoying that piece of meat. That piece of meat has got their name on it. They can read about them on our website. They can watch a video about them through our social media and make that connection. So we just really want to keep growing our customer base so we can bring more farmers on board. We'll look at our expanding our range and also improving our delivery time. Obviously, you guys have a big social media platform because it's mainly social, like grown from social media. So do you think that growing your social media is sort of aiding in that process to increase that platform for farmers, for our cow? Yeah, social media has always been a really big part of our business from the start. Like we've always tried to be very transparent, very open, very honest, very vulnerable on our social media and shed some light onto the agricultural industry. You know, not all of it's amazing, but what we're trying to do is educate consumers and give them the the choices of where they would like their food to come from. And I think social media has played a huge part in that because people have gravitated towards our honesty and our realism and just wanting to connect to people on the land because it's so different to their lifestyle. Like for most of our customers and most of our followers are in high-rise buildings in Sydney or Brisbane. And we may not think of it as much, but we're sitting on a tractor in our paddock and that's so different to their life. So I think just educating people and showcasing the agricultural industry and what we do through food is really important. And we certainly wouldn't have had the success that we've had if it wasn't for social media and our ability to reach so many people. So how do you think services like Our Cow will change the ag industry going forward? The difference between a model like Our Cow and other paddock to plate businesses is Our Cow has always been focused on other farmers. Like if it was just about Dave and I and our farm and our livestock, we would have closed the business a long time ago because this is really difficult. It's really hard. It's really stressful. And we don't have enough livestock to supply the demand anymore. 
So our business, we feel like we've got this huge responsibility now to farmers and to the agricultural industry to keep growing, to keep bringing on more farmers and to keep supplying Australian consumers with good quality products that come straight from Aussie farmers. So the more that we can do that, the better it's going to be for our business and for our farmers as well. Can you give us a sneak preview of what we can expect to see from you? Yeah. So like I mentioned, we're continuing to grow our customer base. We're focusing really heavily on bringing on more farmers. We're going to increase our range. We've got our eye on a retail rollout next year as well. So we just really want people to have our cow at the tips of their fingers, no matter if they're traveling, if they're at home, if they're away, if they're just ducking down to the shop. Like we really want people to, when they think of buying meat, they think of our cow. When they think of supporting farmers, they think of our cow. Like we see how much support there is for farmers and for for rural Australia, especially when there is times like drought, bushfires, floods, the amount of aid that gets donated is phenomenal. So people out there, they do want to support regional Australia. They do want to support farmers. But what we want to do is give consumers a way for them to support farmers every day through their food choices, not just necessarily donating to aid. So if we can give people a platform to source their food and to feel connected to where it's coming from, that's our goal at the end of the day. You can tell you're really passionate about this. So it's really, it's really nice to talk to you about it. So now it's time for our quick fire round. I've got a few questions that I'm going to ask you in rapid succession. So we have two rules for this. The first rule is you have to keep your answer to a maximum of one sentence. And secondly, you have to answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. So are you ready? Yep, go. What is the best lesson you have learned from a mistake, stuff up or a failure? Don't dwell on it for too long. Decisions can be made and decisions can be fixed. What's one piece of advice you have for anyone wanting to enter the industry? Agriculture is an unbelievable industry. We have such an unbelievable team in the industry and would strongly recommend it to anybody that's interested. Do you prefer sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Who do you look up to the most in your life? I really look up to my partner, Dave, and everything that he's done for us and our business and just us in life. And finally, when you're out on the farm, what brand of work boots do you wear? Harriet. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us on the show. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. That was fun. Thanks for listening to Beyond the Farm Gate, a podcast by Rural Bank, where we shine a light on great Australian stories in agriculture. Rural Bank supports the agribusiness community by providing financial services, knowledge and leadership for Australian farmers to grow. For more information, including regular analysis and reports, head to the website, ruralbank.com.au. This show was produced with strategy and production support from Wavelength Creative. To make sure you don't miss an episode of Beyond the Farm Gate, be sure to subscribe to or follow the show in your podcast app. And while you're there, leave us a five-star review. It really helps others find the show. I'm Zali Thomas. I'm Greg Cookle. And I'm Beck Wren. And we'll see you in the next episode of Beyond the Farm Gate. <laughs>